0: Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box.
1: Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, the boys are finally back. It is December. Uh, we have taken a few weeks off. I have had uh, we've had some scheduling issues. Uh, This new daytime job and you working at night has kind of caused a little bit of a problem for us uh, scheduling. But we are back here, fresh off of 282. We couldn't get a 282 pre-show in. Uh, Probably you would have done well. I probably would not have done well due to the fact that a lot of my inside the distances would have been draws or horrible decisions. And we will get into all that. But Ty, how are you feeling? Are you feeling refreshed off of this month layoff that we've pretty much had?
0: Uh, I was until I was in Jersey and you ducked me multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey man, I'm a
1: busy guy, man. I I (laughs) used to be busy like this. Now I'm doing this shit all the time. So I'm running around, Uh, going Um, to this place and that
0: place. And then going from sunny Florida to cold, miserable Jersey and back to Florida had me, uh, it had me out. I was, I was sick before the trip and I got sick during the trip and then coming home, I was, I was, my flight got delayed. I had a rough little, uh, stretch of time there, but yeah, I, I really wanted to get a, a, our pre-show. I thought we honestly would have been able to both do well. I think I would have been able to convince you on a on a couple, maybe maybe sw- twist your BBK, arm a little bit.
1: But um,
0: oh, I would have twisted your arm. I would have, I would have put you in a Nice Camorra on that one.
1: Uh, but we are back. Uh, we will have a pre-show for there is a one this weekend, right? I'm pretty sure.
0: Uh, is it not Strickland?
1: I think it is, just, right? Uh, that, that's what I thought was there was one more before the uh, new year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah Strickland Cannoneer. And then we have a month off of actual UFC events, and then we will come back with Gastelum and Imovov, which, okay. but uh, Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for that. 283 I, will be I've sick, been,
1: uh, and we'll have to talk about the new main event for 283, which is uh, quite some something to talk about. But <laughs> I guess first we should just jump right in. UFC two hundred and eighty two uh, lost its main event originally, which was supposed to be Yuri Prohashka defending his two hundred and five UFC title against Glover Teixeira. But Glover Teixeira and, or Yuri Prohashka got hurt, and Glover Teixeira did not want to step in on a month's notice to fight Aunt Goliath, I believe was the what the UFC's original plan was. So they went with Jan Blahovich, who was already on the card, right? Uh, They were the co-main. They were the co-main, I believe, yeah. And so they just, yeah, exactly. They just jumped it up, gave it a five-round fight, and let those two go at it. And it was a, I mean, Dana was shitting on it after the fight. I didn't think it was horrifically boring.
0: No, it wasn't that bad.
1: But, I mean, it wasn't the most exciting fight. I I, I think going into this, we all kind of knew how this was going to play out. It was just kind of... You know, I mean, we, it was like a tail
0: two fights though, basically, right? You know, yeah, one guy had the first part and then the other guy had the second part. So I guess that's why you can say like neither of them were on their A game at the same time. So I guess that's why some people said it was boring. I, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, Dana shit on the co-main too, which he should have shit on the co-main way more than the main, but yeah, well, um, the
1: co-main, yeah, the co-main was horrendous. But we, I mean, he
0: was so mad that he made the next. Uh, light heavyweight title fight during the announcement of the during the ufc post fight interview with yeah. uh with ankle <laughs> he he called him he just called jamal hill right away and said hey do you want to fight for the title next month or uh in, in brazil and he's like uh yeah the fuck obviously and uh early odds have his minus 160 favor which i like but i don't know man glover I, you know y- you bet against glover to share enough times so you're gonna lose some money um
1: yeah, I don't get that line, to be honest, but... Uh,
0: it's also a weird fight. You know, I feel like if you waited a couple months, you could have just made Ankalaev and Glover, like you were fucking should have done originally. You know, just waited.
1: You didn't I,
0: have to rush to make this.
1: I think that they were just kind of turned off by Ankalaev the way he fought in the beginning, kind of just pitter-pattering yeah. and not really going after it, and then he finally took him down and started to get the uh, the upper hand, but... That, like, these two... I mean, these guys both fought exactly the way that they always have fought, right? I mean, they're kind of very inconsistent. I mean, Ankalaev, we saw that from, I believe it was the Tiago Santos fight, right? Where he went the full five with him, and it was like, we kind of left that fight. Like, you could have gone after him, but he just didn't. Like, he was like, I want to prove that I'm able to go five rounds. So, it doesn't seem like... Ankalaev just really does lack that kind of killer instinct. I mean, I, I, not to yeah. say that he can't finish guys. He absolutely can, but it just seems like he leaves a lot to be desired out there. And uh, this scorecard, there was three different scorecards here. So everyone was kind of right. a little all over the place. They didn't exactly agree. Uh, I, I kind of agreed with the draw, the, the draw card of 48-48. I mean, the 10-8 in the in the, in the fifth round, I don't know. if that's. I, I don't like to give out 10-8s uh, like, like it's nothing, like they're three they're yeah. pieces of candy. But, I mean, in this situation, I mean, he did really beat him up in that uh, – I I just don't think either one here would have been a robbery. I I, I lean more towards Blahovich winning those first three rounds and then uh, and Goliath winning the last two, and maybe the 10-8. I, I'm not even going to argue with that you know, on either side. But it, it just kind of uh, it was just disgusting. It really it really was. It's just uh, the, one of those cards that they had to load up from top to bottom. And uh, unfortunately, even the like the Prohaska main event would have been awesome to uh, close the the year out with a, a huge pay-per-view card like that but i don't know i i really don't i I sat there and watched this whole fight and i just don't really have much to say about it i i didn't leave with any sort of feeling i mean ankle like doesn't want to fight in vegas anymore Blahovich is like i didn't win but i didn't lose you know it's just like (laughs) what the fuck are we doing and and but i get maybe i get why dana after that he sees all these guys in the ring just like Saying a bunch of bullshit, he's just like, "Fuck this, man!" Like we, <laughs> I don't want either one of these guys to be the champ, so he just moves on to something else. Uh, I guess we should just jump right into that uh, that announcement, which is made right at the post fight press conference, which is insane. This is a very rare Horvish. thing that just something like that, like that they go run out right away and make a fight like this, and you know they're they're lucky that it's a vacant title so they can do something like this, but they're gonna do Jamal Hill. And Glover to share it in Brazil next uh, next year, uh, I guess is uh, the proper way to put, uh, put it. But for the 205 title, and like you said, Jamal Hill, already the favorite?
0: Yeah, I believe that's like, what, uh, almost exactly a month away. It's like January 20th. January 21st. Like Jamal Hill January is a first. minus
1: 130 favorite on FanDuel right now and DraftKings is what I'm saying on the website. So
0: I'm assuming it's going to be the co-main to Figgy and Moreno,
1: yeah. I think it's going to be the main
0: no way! Uh,
1: definitely, there's no shot. I think 100. They can't do that. I think 100. Now, I guess Glover. Yeah,
0: I mean, I guess Glover runs Brazil. No, yeah, you know, if I mean, I, anybody that runs Brazil, it's Jose Aldo, but
1: yeah, well, he's the I, King I, of Rio.
0: But I, you know, the, the champion uh, yeah, has a name uh, too. I
1: mean, he would have ran it too if he was he still does. champ. But he does
0: have one, but I don't think he does anymore. But no, he, he did stay, have a name. He taking a nap now. <laughs> he did have a name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I like I like Jamal Hill as long as it stays standing, I think he has good defensive gr- wrestling. I think, you know, there's, he'd be more prone to lose to a guy like Paul Craig. Think Glover, but also, uh, you know, Glover, once he gets you in any kind of slight advantageous position on the, on, on the ground, you're done. You're almost done. If he you gets your back, you're done. Yeah. So, you know, Jamal Hill is, is not Glover. He just isn't, you know, he can practice, he can train all he wants for as many years as he can. It won't, it won't really matter, but it, it's all about Glover getting to the spot he wants to get to. Stay standing, you know, I think Glover hits hard. I think he he can hurt people. He's also pretty durable for his age, but you got to remember that's not going to last long. Like he's you know, he he's an outlier. And yeah. eventually he's going to fall. Jamal Hill hits fucking hard and he has clean hands especially early. I think later, you know, he his output uh, wanes a little bit when he gets tired, but he's still young. He hasn't really, you know, he hasn't had that many fights have to go that long. So he's still still getting better, still improving. I just think he hits hard. He's too quick. <clears throat> but you know, if he gets taken down. That's that's gonna be uh, danger territory. So I'm not sure about this, about, about that line. Yeah, listen, we'll if, s-
1: if my instincts tell me that Glover will be able to get him to the ground, and but I, I don't know, man. I I, I do like Jamal Hill in, in this spot. I mean, it's, he's really green compared to Glover Teixeira. I mean, Glover Teixeira has four times the fights that he has. Yep. Yeah. So I, you, that that that's a factor, man, and especially you're fighting in Brazil. You don't really have a full training camp to prepare for a wrestler slash grappler like Glover Teixeira, and I mean, poor Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith had a fight against Jamal Hill oh, lined man. up, you know, like the, he and, found out about
0: it at work. Yeah, desk, he's on the desk,
1: and, and it gets taken from him. And he, like, you just saw his heart get ripped out of his chest. You're like, oh my God, man, this poor guy. I will say,
0: though, I'm not the biggest Anthony Smith fan, so I don't really care. No, but I mean,
1: me, it, me either, but it's it, is, just,
0: it, is, it is fucked up.
1: It's just a tough one. Uh, Glover or I'm sorry, uh, Jamal Hill's it's coming only, off of three straight finishes, by the way, of Jimmy Crute, Johnny Walker, and Tiago Santos. So, yep. I mean he's that's on a heater yeah, right Santos
0: fight was pretty uh was pretty lit. There's only lost coming epic. against
1: a so. jiu-jitsu practitioner in Paul Craig, who is not like your average uh jitsu practitioner. He's very funky and uh weird. And he with should his have never followed does.
0: him to the ground. No, so that was a mistake from the rip. He just went, he wanted to prove that, you know, I you know, I'm tough and I can do this, and then he got his arm snapped and he kept fighting through it. Like, you know. Yep. It was just a bad my, my bet wasn't wasn't, you know. Wasn't I, liking that much, but it's okay.
1: I just look at it as if Yuri Prokhorov couldn't put out Glover Teixeira in a five-round fight. You know, for the like for the most part, like knock him out yeah. and was uh, losing. Yeah, as, was losing for the most part. Is Glover Teixeira? Or I'm sorry. Is uh, Jamal Hill going to be able to do such a thing? It's just. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think um, Yuri Prokhorov should just move up to heavyweight and then let everybody else sort it out. Well, Perfect.
1: apparently we won't see him for a while because uh, it yeah. looks like. <laughs>
0: Uh, Who no. knows what, he's, what? What do you think he's gonna be doing in, that, in this long stretch of time where oh, he's away, sitting he's in a dark room, be,
1: yeah, <laughs> restrained while someone's beating his meat or something like that? I, I don't know uh, what. <laughs> I don't know what they got going on there. Shooting but, like
0: pellet guns at his ribs or yeah. something. So just you know, something. somebody
1: just whipping him with shoestrings and shoelaces yeah. just to you know make him feel slight. Get pain. that shoulder better. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, if you guys don't know, Yuri Prokhorovskiy, weird dude. Very weird, dude. Uh, was sitting sitting in a dark room for three days to uh, rid himself of his demons or something like that. Yeah, so, there, a lot of weird shit. Uh, he'll go and punch his trees demons. In the woods. Almost gave him
0: a 49-46 loss too. Yeah, so. his
1: demons almost had him out, uh, not winning the <laughs> title. And but then he, I mean, that was a great fight. That's why it was the most disappointing part about Saturday is that we didn't get to see that get run back. Yeah. Uh, and but I mean, you know it. it it wound up, uh, you know, it is what it is. I can't even just say like, oh, it was a good fight. Like, no, it really wasn't. It was just okay. It just, it was there. Uh, and poor, I mean, Jan Blahovec. Who knows what they do with him next or what he wants to do next? Because, uh, you know, uh, he kind of just gets screwed over in the fact that he was yeah. a little too honest about <laughs> what what happened.
0: I mean, you know, I think he said too much, and then he's like, uh, wait, wait, no, I don't, I don't think I lost. And it's like, well, dude, you just said they should give him the belt. Like, what do you, you know, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, just just shut up. I, I don't um, know if they
1: could do him versus like a rocket or maybe him versus Anthony Smith. You know, yeah, i do, I'll like do that. that. That'd
0: be a good fight. Um, it's crazy, dude. I don't know what's up with his shins, but he just was throwing his shin into Nikolayev's shin and saying, you know, even if you check this, it's gonna hurt you more than me. Yeah, Nikolayev's
1: fucked up. His dude, leg, man. man. It, man.
0: At the start of the fourth or fifth, or I think it was the fourth, they showed his. It might be the third. They showed his like they like a little pan from like the bottom, like the camera. The camera went up and just showed his legs and shins and ankle and knee and thigh. I'm like, oh my god, like he was getting busted. I don't know how like he was able to come back and, in my opinion, win the third, fourth, and fifth. Uh, I thought he won the first too. I guess the if the first, the first and third were very close. I think if anything, he won the. The, the third which I see it I don't see a lot of people agreeing with but I don't know I don't know I think he won the first I think giving him a 10-8 a in the fifth was okay I, I don't know if I would have like I guess he was he was you know he was hurting him he had him he had him down I guess he I don't know if he was really close to a finish I know Dana or Joe Rogan said you know they could stop it here but I don't I, I didn't necessarily agree yeah, with that um but he, you know, he was doing some damage. But I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't really love ten eighths. I think he was doing a lot of good things, and he had him trapped, and he controlled him. Um, but I don't know. Uh, either way, I still think he won this fight four I, rounds to one or three rounds to two. Um,
1: who? who?
0: Uh, Magomed Ankalaev. Okay, so.
1: that's I, I thought. Ankalaev won too, and I just, but I just didn't think that there was uh, a case for robbery on um, on, on either side. That was that was I my mean, personal if, opinion. Leaving it, I was shocked guy, that it was a split. I was like, "Whoa, what? what like what? Like when well, when they started reading them?" <laughs> but
0: yeah, the fact that none of these guys can get on the same fucking page is so pathetic. So you know, like uh, it 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 must be I, honestly. I guess I might be alone, but I'd much rather Yanov won. Uh, actually, no, my parlay still would have my parlay would have busted. So let me run that back. But I don't know. I don't know how. I, I guess basically, if the two judges did not give uh, ankle live at 10-8, he would have lost, which is crazy. Yeah. Or if, if just Sal Amato did, he would have lost. Uh, Mike Bell, Saldi Amato—it's it's the usual suspects. We'll get to the uh, the guy in the Co Main uh, and the other all three judges in the Co Main. They can they can all they all need to to speak up. Um, so I think you know I don't know what can be done. Nothing's really ever done. I mean, this guy in the Co Main just had two back to back disastrous nights. He made a, a he made history. Yeah. We'll get to that once we start talking about the Co Main, but like. Well, you know, Dana can't do anything. The UFC can't do anything. It's all about the athletic commission, and obviously, they're not going to do anything, right?
1: Now, well, what can like what can they do? You know, it's. I mean, they've done it before. They can start where they removing put guy, some of these guys, but yeah. it's like that. Like you, how many names can we go through where we're like, oh, he sucks. Yeah. He sucks. He sucks.
0: Yeah. It's like. Chris Lee, Mike Bell, Saudi, it's like you can start running off judges. Yeah, and, and those are Not the, the that you shouldn't be uh, able to.
1: Those are the like the premier guys that you see yeah. in all the big fights. They you. do the main events. They ain't no Junichiro Camijo, that's for sure. No, I mean, that's one of the that guy's the he best. He got spoken to. Yeah, you know. But I uh, might as well move move it right to that main and keep the <coughs> uh, judging conversation going because Patty the Batty gets a unanimous decision victory over Jared Gordon, which was highly debated. And highly questionable in my personal opinion. Um, I really don't know where to go from here. I I see uh, the a lot of the argument back and forth. I think Patty did win the third round. Just based off the fact that Jared did nothing the whole round. He kind of just laid him up against the fence. And we have talked about this at nauseum on this podcast. That they don't reward you for that anymore. You can't right. just take a guy down and hold him down or lean him up against the fence and you're like, oh, well, he put him there. You know, the, It's up on the other guy to get off. Like, They don't care about that anymore. They really don't. There, It's a lot more about damage. It's a lot more just about kind of the bigger moments in the said round. And But even with that third round, I mean, there is an argument to be had that Patty still lost a 29-28 or a 30-27. I mean – I saw something. There was ninety-one percent of the uh, like the online like uh, fan uh, scorecards. Ninety-one percent had Jared Gordon winning the fight, so yeah, it's like I think I
0: saw like one or two.
1: Patty was getting cooked on the feet, and he and he was just getting like handled. Whenever he got taken down, he was able to get like pop back up for the most part. But I, again, I can't sit here though and shout robbery. I just can't because I just don't think Jared Gordon did enough to push it the other way but I guess when you think somebody won I guess it could be a robbery because I do think Jared Gordon won that fight.
0: Yeah, I'll say I I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Um I think the second round <laughs> I think the fact that everybody all three judges gave the second round to Patty is is, is something. It was close. I think Gordon was winning the second and then late uh, Patty started doing a little bit and and made a made a run to win the round but I still don't think he did. Two judges giving the first to Patty is is absolutely pathetic. There's yeah. no he got he got hit with about 6 7 clean counter left hooks to the to the to the face yeah. that you saw bounce his hair his stupid fucking hair back and you heard DC and Rogan mention that there's another left hook there's another left hook there's another left hook cuz he kept just spamming him cuz Patty's defense is complete garbage keeps his hands low and his chin high yeah. That is not the complete opposite of what you're supposed to do look at Floyd Mayweather chin low hands up never got fucking hit like you you're doing the opposite and it's such an easy technical fix, and he didn't fix it at all. It's arrogant. Like, he hasn't done it in any of his fights. I understand he's still kind of young, and he's still getting better. But is he? Because I haven't really noticed him getting better. I mean, he fought a guy in Jared Gordon who, uh, who do we think highly of him? Does anybody else really think highly of him other than saying he's tough? You know, he, he he's fought some good fighters, but he's lost. Got choked out by Grant Dawson. Got absolutely smoked by Oliveira, which obviously was going to happen, but still happened in like a minute. Joaquin Silva knocked him out. Diego Figueroa knocked him out. Like he has some bad losses, you know. And he's 34. He shouldn't have won that Joe Selecki fight. So, like, well, this should have been a layup. Maybe not a layup. Maybe that's maybe that's maybe not a layup.
1: No, listen, but, the, the you're right though. No, like layup or not, whatever the word you want to use, they put Patty in this fight because they thought it was a lock for him to win against Jared Gordon. Like they they yeah. gave him like a layup. Exactly is the is the right term to say because. They would not have put him in here that, like you know, against somebody they thought he was going to lose against. They're trying to build him up. They're trying to do the slow build. And I mean, Jared kind of, like with, without even winning the fight, kind of halted the hype train in my mind. Because it's like we already kind of talked about how we don't really. I mean, I think he's pretty like he's pretty talented or whatever, and he's fun. I like the fun guys for the most part, but he. He's not like the Sean O'Malley's and the other guys that we talk about, these young, up-and-coming prospects. This guy has been in the game for a while now, coming from Cage Warriors. He was a Cage Warriors champion. He should be treated a little bit differently, right? We've said that before on here.
0: And, yeah, he's 27. He's not 22.
1: Yeah, but it's just like he has been in one of those organiza- like high-class organizations and won the title there, and he jumps over to here, and he's fighting against talent that he should be able to take care of business against, and he's kind of like... Jared Gordon beat him in his own game for the most part the whole fight and it's just I now maybe maybe more I think about it now I'm sitting here thinking maybe this was a robbery cuz I I don't even leave here thinking like the only thing I I guess that stops me from that is just the fact that Jared Gordon kind of like gassed out I guess or yeah. just
0: Dana White said he had a horrible game plan in the third round I, and he's, I, I thought he, he was right just, I think he's right too but I think he was just more like, I feel like you, what was Patty's game plan in the first two rounds? Oh, no, no, and no. Honestly, yeah, 100%. What did Patty even, what did, you know, for all what, what, you know, people saying, what did Jared Gordon do in the third? What did Patty do in the third? Like, Patty had his back for, like, uh, the last 30 seconds, but he didn't do anything really with it at all. He didn't threaten, he didn't throw punches, he didn't threaten a uh, rear naked choke. And Jared Gordon, the whole fight was just laying on him against the cage trying to get his leg. And then at one point, he did get the takedown, but he didn't, he got, you know, eventually got up. Or he got reversed and then he reversed them and then he, yeah. they got up. I mean, that's how Patty got his back. And he landed, they like, you know, the strikes were like six to four. So, like, obviously nothing crazy happened. But so, like, somebody has to win it. I just don't see I, I'm, more people had a 30-27 Jared Gordon than 29-28 Patty, you know? Yeah, so, no, I thought it was definitely
1: like 29-28 uh, either way. That that was my leaving there. I did like, I when they were reading the cards, I wasn't like, oh man, like, Patty lost. Like that, that yeah. maybe that's just me because I'm like a little bit, by, I, but I. But honestly, Patty going after Ariel and all that, the, the nonsense. I mean, actually, that
0: for what reason? Well, did he do that? He waited for, a year
1: for no reason, and that kind of like turned me off a little bit of just like, uh, oh wow, like and this guy up of, for himself, like, like he should. Yeah, this guy's kind of like not like those other guys, those McGregor's and, and O'Malley. Like he's just not, he's not like those guys. Like he's just kind of. No. Very, he gives like a very unlikable uh, vibe to him, and then after the fight, like acting like for sure, like fight of the night, and like
0: they fight you know, of the like, night. He definitely come the, on, man. The like, only fight that wasn't a that wasn't a finish up until that point, and the fight and was he boring wanted, as he shit. shit man. Fight of the night.
1: That fight was yep. boring as fuck, and he didn't do anything for the majority of the fight. So it's you didn't most even have his, any big moments most of his or anything combos
0: like that. Were getting blocked, yeah, like. He did his off. He didn't have any offensive grappling. I thought maybe he'd be able to choke out Jared Gordon or, or get some get him in like a, a you know a spot with his athleticism, his youth advantage, his reach. He had a he's a five inch reach advantage. You couldn't really tell by I how he was for striking. Sure
1: he'd have a speed advantage, and he definitely yeah. really didn't. He was getting beat to the punch Jared, by Jared Gordon the whole fight.
0: And, and, and Gordon's offensive you know repertoire isn't deep. He doesn't have a really a stiff jab. He doesn't throw combos. He doesn't put them together. He was just really just spamming that left hook. Uh, uh, you know, when when, when they, whenever they'd exchange in the middle of any exchange, Patty drops his hands. Boom! Left hook, left hook, left hook, and then he said, "Yeah, it wasn't close." And how about the interaction him and Dom Cruz had? That was great.
1: Yeah, I I, well, I I heard about it, but I didn't get to say it. What was it like? Kind of basically told him like I thought you lost. Dom
0: ba- Dom was basically like, "Well, this is what happened in the fight." And do you still think that it wasn't close? Like basically saying like it was it was close, and you probably should have lost. But do you still think? It w- it wasn't close, yeah. and it was funny. And then he, Patty, was still like, "Yeah, I still think I won." And and Dom kind of let him let him go from there. But you yeah, um, can
1: have an argument if you really think you, of right, course, like you kinda, think you won. But
0: right to but, say um, it wasn't
1: close is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and the whole fight of the night, and you know, it's funny because that fight got booed. I think it 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 it, it drops his little uh, his star power a little bit. You know, I agree. But but since he won a unanimous decision, right? Since he won a unanimous de- decision, you have to. You, you, you can't give him another Jared Gordon. You have to give him somebody decent. Or no,
1: and I you, saw... You have, it
0: has to be a step up. and it, You know, I don't even know, I guess, who...
1: I saw a list today of a, a gentleman. I tweeted and said, the list is garbage. And this guy started coming after me. Uh, but... Um, <laughs> He has unranked UFC 155ers who would destroy Paddy Pimlet, and it's a thread. This is shout out to uh, Clint McLean, uh, one of those guys that everyone retweets uh, for the uh, MMA guys. But Michael Johnson's the first guy on the list. I mean, no, uh, no, uh, uh, I, I mean I that's that. not me. Okay, he says we just saw this man compete. His sprawl is unmatched. His hand speed advantage would be huge, and his power is vicious. So th- this power scene, sure. Yeah, for but, sure. But like, let's just—we're like, also talking about a guy who's like almost 500. So you know, and he lost to
0: Clay Guida, Jamie Malarkey. Yeah, easily. I mean, you know, uh, his Blake, last win, his last good win was Alon Patrik. Let's yeah. just,
1: uh, yeah, exactly. With, with the blonde hair. So let's or just to Casey,
0: but that fight was, you know,
1: Mike Davis.
0: Okay, this I man, mean, <laughs> maybe this man can but wrestle. No.
1: He would be physically stronger than Patty in a big way, and his striking is far cleaner. Not to mention the power uh, Mike cleaner, Davis by any no. way he wants. See, this is like the most arrogant. And here is our boy, though. Now, I, this is the one I won't hate on. Benoit Saint Denis. I mean, oh yeah, I, he probably does <laughs> get smoked by it because Benoit literally killed people. So you know, yeah,
0: he's he's a scary guy. I mean, you know, if Patty can get him in the third round. You know, I am sure Saint Denis will be tired, but I don't know if Patty gets hit with a couple of those left left hooks that uh, Jared Gordon was hit. Benoit Saint Denis gonna fire one of those straight rights to his fucking through his skull.
1: Uh, Terrence McKinney. That's the yeah, one we, everyone wants some. to see. I don't know why they haven't made that. Play uh, yet. That would be fun.
0: After, after, one round, McKinney might be cooked, but honestly he, he's, he's, you know what he did to drew Dober that honestly doesn't show up on the score sheet because he lost, uh, and he lost pretty, pretty roughly. Uh, you know what he did to drew Dober in like a minute or two minutes is something he would do to Patty bad. And, and he has like, he's better than Patty everywhere. The only issue is the cardio, you know?
1: Well, funny you mentioned Drew Dover because that's the next name on the list. Uh, uh, you cannot KO this man. He's far more technical on the feet, and even if he didn't get the KO, he stays he stays safe enough from Patty's grappling to win a decision or finish late. So that the, this guy, I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go out and jump out and say this guy's fucking delusional that made this list. But some of the names are intriguing. Like they, These are names that I want to say. I don't think he would get smoked by these guys. Hey,
0: Olivier Aubame-Mercier finisher. Let's, uh, let's not say he can't be finished. Yeah, all right, a, a Escudero finisher. Let's relax. Let's
1: take it easy. Uh, Guram Kudaladze.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, this guy is built like, of I wood. I think so. Uh, some people are built for war. Others aren't. Patty wouldn't be prepared for the onslaught. Guram brings on the feet. I think that's uh, a fair thing to uh, yeah. say. But Joel Alvarez, this is the one I had a little bit of a problem with. Uh,
0: I think Joel Alvarez probably smokes him, but Patty could take him down with ease. That's what I'm because saying. Joel, Joel Alvarez lets people take him down. That's he what... has a 0% takedown defense. So. <laughs> yeah, like, no, literally, was... zero.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Like That was my <laughs> argument. I'm just like, wait, hold on. Did, like what? what, what how yeah, is he's not even giving
0: him a chance. He's not even giving him a chance.
1: Yeah, and then and then James. Dakota Bush is commenting on this. Like, come on, you know, like, <laughs>
0: what are You got me? cut are from the UFC, you know? Yeah, uh,
1: but that all that to say, basically that Patty, who knows what they do next with him? I don't think anyone in that top fifteen is in the cards for him anytime soon. Yeah, uh, unless you're going to have him fight a Hernando Moicano or you know, oh, man. Cody Ferguson. You don't want
0: to do that. I, I could
1: see that. That would be fun, Dan Hooker.
0: That would be also cool. I don't even I know if he to wins give somebody who's getting old. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bobby Green.
1: Jalen Turner.
0: Jalen Turner kills him. Marco <laughs> Madsen. Marco Madsen would be a good one. Marco Madsen Brad.
1: would get cooked, dude, because Marco Madsen <laughs>
0: stinks, and we all know he stinks. Brad, Brad Riddell. <clears throat> Alexander Hernandez moves back up to 155 and fights Patty. Oh,
1: enough of him. We'll get there. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: Let's keep it moving. We could, we could talk about this Patty stuff all day, but uh, just kind of uh, 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 disappointed in Patty this week. So... Uh, I'm sure he doesn't care because he doesn't give a fuck, suck me asshole, as he said on the, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, on the thing. Yeah, that's great. But uh, Santiago Pons, <laughs> our boy, friend of the podcast, Pons, Nibbio, takes care of Alex Morano, who jumped in on this fight about a week or two ago to replace Robbie Lawler. Uh, 180, this fight was contested at, and Morano was probably going to win on the cards had this uh, went all the way, but Pons was able to find a right-hand sit him down or wobble him and was able to get him out of there uh to cash out the inside the distance for everyone out there who had it but uh what did you make of this fight and really not much to say other than i uh, could win for ponds
0: yeah i mean as soon as he stepped on the gas i was i was telling my uh i was telling my dad he was like hey you know he kept texting me and calling me before the each fight like, what do you have in this fight because he just like likes following my bets yeah. uh it's, it's kind of funny um I'm like I don't know. I'm up a lot. Of, I'm gonna throw some money on. I don't know. I was gonna go. I was like gonna flip a coin. I'm like I'll just go Pons and Nibio inside the distance. And you know I was like oh, he's he's done. Funny enough, our boy Junijiro Kamijo gave Pons the second round, which nobody else in this world did. So shout out to him for that, but getting yeah. away with that, getting away with that one that nobody noticed. Um, yeah, as soon as he went forward, Morano is not really hard to hit, and he's not hard to hurt. He doesn't he doesn't like getting hit. Sure, he's not honestly. He, He's honestly not that bad, you know, offensively. He was doing some good things, but I think it was more about Ponzinibbio really just not getting into a rhythm, you know. He started slow, and then he never really picked it up until finally his corner said, hey, you need a finish. You're down to nothing. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Finish him. Go out. Fucking press him. You can hit him. You can hurt him. And I was saying the same thing, and he did. So, uh, you know, shout out to him. I know he's probably cooked. You know, he's old, and honestly that – I don't know what – I thought he maybe had like a – infection or some sick something illness or something like that we were
1: talking about that at my house so he had like, something we,
0: like removed for like i don't know if he got like surgery i don't know i know he had a he was always injured but whatever it was man he was like one fight away from a title shot at one point yeah um it's clear now you know this had to be a catchweight fight he's i think 36 37 um you know after the after he beat neil magny and knocked him out it's just been uh you know nothing he took three years off so shout out to him though for coming back getting a good win over a you know decent opponent
1: so it says he was supposed to fight Robbie Lawler in 2019 at UFC 245 however on October 12th 2019 it was revealed that Ponzinibbio had pulled out due to a staph infection staph infection and then you didn't see him again until after COVID uh which Muslim Salakov. he was scheduled to fight there but Salakov pulled out and then Yichiangling stepped in, and we know how that fight went. So yeah, uh, yeah. So it's, it is a shame because he really was on a heater there for a while. Uh, he was, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row. He had just beat Mike Perry, you know. So why uh, And Neil and Neil Magny. So uh, <laughs> yeah, Gunnar, Gunnar now, Nelson, Neil Nordine Taleb, uh, Zach Cummings, Court McGee, guys like that on that list. But legends. Yeah. <laughs> Legends of the game, you could say that. But a uh, good win for Pons. Uh, I wonder what they'll do next. Maybe they could just run that Robbie Lawler fight at some point. Because I don't know if Nibio is ma- making a run at the uh, 70 title uh, or anything cook like Robbie. that. So, yeah, yeah. like, I don't... Uh, we need that.
0: We need that bet.
1: Maybe not have him Robbie. fight uh, Nick Diaz, who apparently wants to fight Israel Adesanya. So, uh...
0: <laughs>
1: Driscus Duplessis. DDP, as some people will call him. Not to be confused with Diamond Dallas Page. He... It's
0: me. It's me. It's D. D
1: P <laughs> got in there against Darren, the gorilla till who covered up the, the uh, lady's tattoo on his shoulder with a gorilla's face. So that is interesting uh, way to cover that up. But uh do C was beating the absolute dog shit out of him in the first round. Some of the worst game plan slash defensive game plan I've seen, <laughs> which was basically to lower your face and get your face bashed in. He got his eyes shut. Uh, early on in that fight, in that first round, uh, he was able to get back up, get a little bit of offense going in that uh, end of the first round. Duplessis looked like he was tired in that second round from beating the shit out of Darren Till, so he kind of just took that <laughs> round off. And I don't know if the judges gave him that round or not, but I mean Darren Till is most probably his most successful nope. round. All three uh, gave it to Till. Yeah, so that that makes sense, but um, then. You know, it, it just kind of – I don't know if it was in that round or the third round where uh, Darren Till's knee got folded up underneath of him on one of the takedowns, and then that was it, party over. You saw him – his face wince as soon as it happened, and it was uh, – Darren Till wanted out of there uh, relatively soon yeah. afterwards, and uh, it didn't take much. Got taken down again, didn't really provide much of a fight, and was uh, smashed and choked, and that's it. Darren Till has now lost, uh, I believe, four in a row, right? Three uh, in a row. Five. I'm sorry. Three in a row because the Calvin Gaslam uh, decision yeah. is in there. But four of his last five have been losses. I believe
0: maybe five it's, or six.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, they have – he fought right. Woodley, Masvidal, which was a loss as well, obviously. LL. He beat Gaslam on a split decision on the Masvidal-Diaz fight. Lost to Whitaker. Oh, yeah, you're right. So it's five of his last six because yep. the Duplacis fight was was hidden on here. Yeah, so that's five of his last four six. Four of them. Yeah, yeah, this is not good. This is not good, and it seems like the uh, you know there was no sign of Hamza Chemaev at this one. Uh, so that's that's a little interesting. But uh, yeah, he's almost
0: thirty now too. You know, and he says he's going to he's take gonna some take time, time off. year off, right? Yeah, I mean, oh, which his birthday's uh, Christmas Eve.
1: There you go. Out well, to him. how? Shout out to you uh, and your your Christmas Eve. Maybe you should go back to Cage Warriors or something like that. <laughs> I don't even know if he ever fought a Cage Warriors, but I don't think no. I don't think he was no. But I mean, listen, I, I, I don't know if the UFC or this top level is for him. I don't know if 85 is for him. Uh, Honestly, yeah, that Trinkist might be. Said he was so much stronger than
0: him. Yeah, well, it, he's
1: fucking much bigger than him. I mean, you see, Darren Till's build—it's just not—it's not, it's not yeah. an 85er's build, man. And he's not—he's he, not explosive enough to knock people out like that. And it's just—he has skills on the feet definitely does, but it's just kind of all left-hand reliant, and his lead hand doesn't really provide much. It's just kind of – he's very predictable, and it's just kind of disappointing because I I, I do like Darren Till. I think he's fun. Yeah, it's just – there's just not much there, and it's just – he's just so kind of brittle at this point. He's been beat up so much. he always quit. Yeah, it's really, it's kind of like the narratives around him are not good. So it's, you yeah. know, I do play C. I don't know what they do with him next. He is number 14. They have not done the rankings yet, but <clears throat> I guess you could see him in there with a Hermanson or, or something like that. Uh, Chris Curtis, you know, coming off a good win or. Yeah, I mean, Chris Curtis knees. is 15 now. So I don't know. I don't know if these are updated or not, but it doesn't look like it's you know, like,
0: I don't think Brunson has a fight after the near loss. Maybe him you know? I
1: don't know. Yeah. Is that who Brunson's fighting?
0: He did. Oh, he did? I I'm pretty sure Brunson has a some... fight. Does he? Yeah, he might.
1: Uh, who knows, right? I mean, I, that's not something I'm, uh, gonna...
0: I haven't kept up with a lot of these fight announcements. That's for fucking sure. It's hard to. I mean, there's fucking... So, coming... dude, there's so many guys. They're signing. They, I'm like,
1: who? 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 They, they come very fast, and I don't exactly know when he is fighting, though. That's, uh... I guess now they don't have any, uh, fight uh, lined up for him. Scheduled to there face Jack Hermanson on December third, twenty. So that didn't happen. Um, yeah. I guess maybe he pulled out. Pull
0: well, out came strong.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know because it's uh, yeah, it's not that ain't it. So let's keep it moving. Uh, this was a probably one of the ones that you would circle before the uh, car that, that the ones that you were probably the most fascinated by, right? It's just Iliad Aporia oh, and uh, Bryce Mitchell, uh, Thug Nasty. Elliot Tapoya dominated Bryce Mitchell in this fight. Absolutely dominated and shows why he is one of the, I mean, whatever you want to call it, up and coming prospects. One of the best fighters in the UFC right now. He just has every one of the tools you could possibly want in a fighter that you are trying to, you know, put in the championship uh, conversation or situation. Uh, him versus. <laughs> Patty Pimlet shouldn't even be a conversation. Oh, I don't man. care how much smaller or whatever the weight difference, whatever the fuck you want to talk about. He would kill him, man. He would absolutely kill him. And uh, I'm glad we didn't do the podcast because I probably would have picked Bryce Mitchell because wow. I just love Bryce Mitchell. And I, I, what I saw from his uh, wrestling last time, I thought he'd be able to take Ilya down and Ilya would have trouble getting back up because I think Bryce is bigger than him. But, that wasn't the case, man. That was not the case. And uh, Ilya was able to keep it standing. And if this fight was going to stay standing, it was going to be an ilya Taporia game. And uh, easy, easy win for Ilya. Really it got taken down one time, and it was just kind of towards the end of the first round. But he was putting the beats on Bryce, you know, with the feet, with his legs, uh, you know, just beating the shit out of him. Bryce's uh, hands are just not at that level, and it was just kind of an easy, easy win for Ilya.
0: Easy work. Um He's just a better athlete, quicker, stronger, hits harder, and honestly, he might have a jiu-jitsu advantage. might not be a better wrestler, but he has a great wrestling defense, short, so he's got a strong base. I mean, the only thing about him that is worrisome is he's very wild and he head The only thing. But as you saw, arm triangle submission. I I don't know if it's his – I think it is his first submission in the UFC, but before the UFC, that's all he was doing was submitting people. Yeah, And so, honestly – it was something I wanted to, I, I was thinking about betting I forget I, I don't really remember the odds I just had him um, inside the distance and he was in a parlay money line um, so I forget what his submission was but I know it was you know pretty high I think because obviously he just goes for the knockouts but um first arm triangle choke so shout out to him dominate it uh he's still I think he's 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 younger than us he's younger than patty he's 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 the real deal man 25 turns 26 uh, January 21st. So um, I'm all in. I'm all in. I, I, I kind of hope he stays at 145 because I think 155 is, you know, th- that's where the premier athletes are. That's where bigger guys are. Uh, eventually he's going to run into too many, uh, you know, too many disadvantages against somebody, I think, like, uh, you know, Mahachev. But I think at 145 is, I don't know how he does weight-wise, but I hope that's where he stays. I think he dominates here.
1: Yeah, I, I would not, I don't like, you know, I've been talking about that. I don't really like seeing guys bounce around or, you know, go to the, all these different weight classes. Uh, Look at Hernandez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I guess we're going to have to get into him, uh, what, right now? Now we have a couple more fights before we do that. But, yeah, yeah listen, Taporia, 100% is a future title challenger. I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that he's – I mean, right now they have him at – Fourteen. That ain't going to be the case when the next rankings come out. Uh, no. You know, I, I don't know who they would put him up there in. Uh, you know, up there against because uh, he just beat Bryce Mitchell, who's number nine. So I imagine he jumps in somewhere around there. I mean, Giga, but that's a fellow countryman, right? Uh, I believe they're both from Georgia.
0: They're both they're both Georgian, but uh, I guess he reps Spain. I, Georgians are very interesting people, and I mean that in a, in a way as in they're all nuts. So. Uh, I remember yeah, so. our boy Furcon. Furcon got jumped by some Georgians. So. Yeah,
1: that's those guys don't play around. Uh, shout yeah. out to uh, Davishvili. <laughs> I believe is also Georgian, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah so. there's, a, there's a nice and there's a theme with them. All angry people. Yeah, that's they they right? they, go, uh, they
1: like the fight. So it's maybe <laughs> that they could make that. Uh, I don't know. If. I
0: don't know. I don't know who has a fight lined up like in the top ten, seven, eight. You know, but I would love to see. It. Honestly, I'd love to see him again. Somebody said Ortega. I, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, I but don't know what the deal him.
1: with Ortega is. I, I, I think, yeah. He, yeah, I mean, that would be awesome. I, I don't know. Uh, Arnold Allen has a fight, right? He's fighting. I don't know. I'd um, I, 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 yeah. I would be curious to see maybe they could do him uh, versus somebody. be
0: interested. I'd be down for that. His hands are getting better. He's got a good wrestling game. He's kind of you know, molding himself into a very well-rounded fight. well rounded fighter we will see if he can, uh, you know, kind of go toe-to-toe with Ilya. I would love that fight, honestly.
1: That would be an absolute war. I think uh, Ilya is just as exciting as it gets when it comes to uh, anyone in in UFC or mixed martial arts because he just comes out ready to bang. It it depends on the matchup, but he's always ready to go, whether it be on the ground or, you know, on the feet. I mean, he fought fucking Ryan Hall. Like, there's, like— He's yeah. fought all these different kind of guys. I mean, he fight fucking Jai Herbert at 55, right? Who yeah, was much more. bigger than him and hurt him, and he still was able to come back and fucking get him out of there. So out. Bad. I'm impressed. So another guy I'm impressed with is Raul Rosas Jr. taking out Jay Perrin in about 2 minutes and 44 seconds in a dominant, dominant performance where he picked him up and was showing him off to the crowd, then dumped him. Took his back and just worked for the rear naked choke and got him out of there in that first round. Easy money for the inside the distance. And Raul Rosas Jr., who is now, I believe, 18 years old. Yep. Uh, yeah, he just turned 18. Uh, he is a exciting, fun guy to have in the UFC. And the crowd was all behind him. He has the Mexican fans all behind him. So it should be cool to another guy that's on the, on the radar of guys you'll be excited to watch or can't wait to see the next time they get in there.
0: Yeah, honestly. I mean he didn't get a finish on the contender series, and that's why a lot of people were like, you know, we should <coughs> we should wait. We probably shouldn't sign him. Uh, and that dude was that dude was okay, Mando Gutierrez. But you know, Jay Perrin's not not great. I think they just chose all right, let's look at the rankings. Who's at the very bottom? Cameron Else, do you want to fight? And he said, No, I'm good. And they said, All right, Jay Perrin. Um and that's kind of what happened. But I mean, dude, eighteen, like, I know there's a lot of young fighters like um, the one Yasmin, not your 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 Yoligi, but the other one. What was, her, what was the other one's name that she fought in her debut? They were both named Yasmin or Yasmin.
1: Do you remember? <laughs> no, I, no, I don't You don't remember. remember, dude? Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> Lucindo or Yasindo or some shit? She was 20. Um, so, like, how old was – what's his name? The, the kid who gets – Chase Hooper. He was, like, 19 or 20, right? So I guess it's not out of the ordinary to sign – you know, under 21 fighters or whatever, especially in this day and age where, you know, you can slow play him even if they are physically ready or whatever. But to sign him, I think they signed him at 17, Yeah, right? Crazy. Just, you know, just insane to think about. And I know he's been fighting for a while. I, I think I saw a tweet the other day. I mean, he, he took a pro, not maybe not a pro, or some kind of fight when he was eight or something like that. I was like, Jesus Christ. So I'm sure he's been fighting his whole life. And he's just, you know, a goddamn savage. He was in kindergarten beating the fuck out of people. But um, yeah, I'm very impressed. He did it quick. Like you know, he he has a he, he has a style and he he sticks to it. And I think his stand up, you know, there's there's a lot of room for it to improve for sure. But he has some decent some decent skills. I mean, dude, you got to remember, he's like seven away, years away from his his brain fully developing, let alone his body and his you know everything. So I'm all I'm all, you know I'm not all in, but. Uh, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of. him. What is he? Yeah. What are they at? One thirty, 130, one thirty-five, right?
1: 135.
0: Yeah, I mean, and he's a big boy for one thirty-five. So I, yeah, I don't see why he couldn't have uh, some some early success. He's what five years away from breaking John Jones' record. I mean, hey, that's a long time, you know. If he, eh, as long as he know stays relatively healthy, and you know, maybe maybe take a loss here or there, or just like one or two, but I uh, you never know. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. He's uber talented. Uh, He has all the skills, it seems, and and obviously you're going to see him get tested the more he uh, goes through the, I would say, the hierarchy of the uh, UFC or the, you know, like you said, like there's possibility there for losses and he's going to have to grow uh, in front of everyone as opposed to uh, having to be able to do this on, you know, UWC like he just came from or Elite XC or whatever, you know, organization you see some of these other guys come from.
0: Like it's because uh, Bantamweight is, like, there's some guys there's there's some some in there. There's some killers, but, like, it's also a big division. There's, like, yeah. 60, 70 UFC fighters in that division. And if you look at the bottom, like, 20 or 15 or 10 of them, like, you know, Brady Highstand, Ch- Chadang Heliger, uh, Johnny Munoz, Ricky Tercios, uh, Matt Martinez. <laughs> you know. But seriously, like, even some of these you're other right, guys, like Miles right. like Johns, like Johns, like, bro, Miles Johns has shown me enough in a lot of fights for me to not want to take him. You know, he would quit in the second or third round. I don't think Raul, Raul Roses is tough. Like, there's some guys, you know, you just got to slow play him, obviously. Yeah. Um, and maybe, you know, obviously, like you said, he's going to lo- lose. He, he should lose here or there, you know, just so he t- gets a taste of it.
1: So it's a little interesting, though, his topology, because he has fights scheduled when he was 10 years old. So I don't know oh. if those are valid or not. But, uh, yeah, yeah, what a savage. Yeah. I, it, it, it didn't happen, though. For the record, because you're supposed to fight a thirty-year-old yeah, man, huh? which is a little interesting. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so maybe oh, someone's no. got to clean that up on his uh, Tapology page. But yeah, let us know. Good win I for. 12. I would love to have seen the uh, yeah the the buildup for that one. Fighting as a ten-year-old, but uh, Raul Rosas Jr. Call me a fan. Call me. Uh, I, I'm, I'm all in. Uh, I don't know. You know, not uh, to his ability, but I'm just rooting for him because he just he's a fun guy. The fans are getting behind him, and I. I personally love myself some Mexican fighters because they just they bring it every fucking time you're in there, man. Yeah. So, uh, Beagie Boy, how about this? Uh, doing one of Philadelphia's own, Officer Dawkins, doing him dirty in 23 seconds. Jarzinho Rosenstruck absolutely smashes the face of Chris Dawkins and fucking knocks him out in 23 seconds to get himself a win and get, uh, I believe. Back in the winning page after two straight losses to Curtis Blades and Alexander Volkov. He had lost three of his last four. He was kind of uh, waiting back and forth. You know, he's been in trouble ever since that Francis and Kanu loss. And yeah, was uh, this was a nice win. Chris Dawkins. we've talked about it on here before. He cannot take a punch, man. And at heavyweight, especially, you can't be doing that, man. You just This is <laughs> not, this ain't it. This is not the way it's supposed to go. Getting knocked out by Curtis Blades, not to say that he can't knock people out, but not a guy exactly known for his uh, explosive hands. And you know, I will I mean, say, though,
0: he does have good power. I think, honestly, he's fought three of the top. I think, besides Francis, you got Derek Lewis, Curtis Blades, and Jarzino. I think that's like two, three, and four of the guys with the most power at heavyweight in their hands.
1: That's not five career knockouts, though.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's, he hasn't, you know... He's not getting Alexia Linux anymore or Parker Porters. But I think he should if he's if he's yeah. gonna hang around anymore. Well uh, Jared Vanderrah
1: good- is going to two oh five. I know everyone else out does out there saw that. So. Title
0: run, baby. Get ready for that title. Him and Johnny Walker? Who wins? Seriously. I don't know.
1: Give me um, Vanderraff um, if he can actually I want to see what he looks like at the weight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, probably not great. But um yeah, it's you know, I wish I knew. That Jarzino said, "I'm going to come out aggressive in this fight because I never do." I wish I knew that because I would have hammered his first round knockout, which yeah. was like hardly plus money, but it would have been free. Uh, the first punt, the, the little—it's ch- funny because the first big shot that landed was Dawkins landing a right, and it was a clean shot. But Jarzino ate it and hit him with like a check left hook, jab, yep. and uh, it was—it was done. It was done, it was no done from that. there. Uh, and then that last left hook, the the leaning left that just put him out you know, that was brutal. He he made some noise when he hit the canvas. That's that's for sure.
1: Yeah, and he's getting knocked out viciously. That's uh, that, that's what's concerning because, you know... He's not young. He's not young, and he... The
0: Philly streets are dangerous, so...
1: Wind blows all the time around Philadelphia, so I, I don't I don't want that to be a thing uh, for him, you know, be just getting knocked out all the time. No, but seriously, it's just like when you're fighting in the UFC, man, you're fighting in this heavyweight division, you can't it's a number one, uh, like uh, what's it called? Qualification for the job. You have to be able to take a punch, and uh, not to say that anyone else wouldn't have got knocked out by that. But he's just—it seems like he's just getting hit at this point with regularity every time he gets in there, and he's going down with regularity. So it's just not, yeah. I, like you said, I think the right call—just drop him down the rankings, uh, have him fight someone. Like chase the vanilla Gorilla Sherman or something like that. And let's just not do that anymore. Uh, in regards to Jarzinho, uh, just kind of another good win for him. And, I, I, you know, I don't know what you do. Maybe a tie to Ivasa or something like that next uh, to kind of cleanse everyone's palate. Uh, but yeah, that's about it for me. But uh, is a, uh, yeah, I, I want to just keep going in on Chris Dawkins, but I'm going let him, to let him go, Philly zone, you know. Uh Evan yeah, Shabazi. Him, let him live. <laughs> Evan Shabazi, man, making a big old return and comeback after three straight losses. Gets the win against Dolce, Lujianbula. Uh you convinced me to take this one and you were right. Uh, he was just Lujianbula has about two pumps in him before he starts to gas out. Uh, he actually yeah. lasted pretty long into this fight, but um yeah, he just two pumps, huh? Yeah, two pumps, two pumps, and then that's it. Buster not four in a row a row, but, yeah. Probably looks, done, yeah. I hope champion. so. Dolce, his nickname. Yeah, Dolce Champion is not a thing anymore uh, when you're <laughs> losing to Puna Soriano, Cody Brunnage, and Marc-Andre Bariot. Uh, so, yeah, Edmund Shabazzin, good for him to get back in the winning uh, circle and get back into the uh, w- winning ways because he was having a little rough go at it, but we kind of well, talked about what do you about. think
0: now at uh, Extreme Couture? What do you think? Uh, yeah, he's 25, right? 20. Yeah, what do you think? Maybe. Maybe... Makes a difference?
1: I don't know. I th- I mean, listen. It's just going to come back down to when he fights a wrestler. What's that going to
0: look like? You know, yeah, uh, Or when he, he gets has, like, you know, pushed. Yeah, uh, he
1: has all the capabilities. I mean, he was getting hit in this fight, and he was still standing there. He, he didn't go anywhere. So I don't like the way his ribs protrude out of his uh, body like that either. That's a little uh, <laughs> sketches me yeah, out. It's weird. Um, I know it's not his fault. It's just how his body is. But it just it does sketch me out. I'm Not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, and. Just, I, I don't I, I don't really put him on a, a, a lot of stock into an Edmund Shabazzian uh, win over Dolce Lujan I need to see it again and again yeah. and again, you know, uh, against yeah. a higher level of competition. He's not ready for that uh, 85 uh, top 15 yet, so maybe somebody else like this again. Maybe, a, you know, a Puna Soriano or somebody that Lujan Bula had lost to, to maybe yeah. get you know, a, his feet wet again.
0: Give him Robocop. Or uh, Brendan Allen. I don't
1: know. Maybe Brendan Allen. I like that. Because, you know, Brendan Allen could push the grappling a little bit and maybe test where he's at uh, in regards to that. Other than, uh, like, I just, we need more for Shabazz. And it really doesn't matter who against, I guess. You just need to, you know, because it seems like they had to drop him down to the bottom of the barrel to work his way back up. So, Uh, how about this? Chris Curtis taking out Joaquin Buckley. 30-9 and No idea. Uh, No idea why he was plus money. Yeah, this was a this was easy money. Uh, I had Chris Curtis as well. Joaquin Buckley just never really did much for me uh, as a when when I'm gambling. You know, I mean he's exciting, he's fun to watch, but he doesn't really offer much. Sk- I, I sound like such a dick when I say stuff like that. Like skill wise, like I, I you know he just doesn't really like he can get outclassed. I mean he was putting the pace on Chris Curtis in the first round and Curtis wasn't really throwing a lot. He was kind of defending the whole time and he was throwing heat at Chris Curtis, but Chris Curtis had the high high hands and uh, you know they mentioned on the broadcast how the you know if Buckley would just shoot a takedown it would easily be there cuz Curtis's hands are so high but but it's, not, it's not in Buckley's uh, game, you know, it's just he's not he's not a grappler. So then you know,
0: it's we've, just, and we've seen him before. Like when he gets knocked out, he goes down pretty hard. Like when Kevin Holland hit with that right cross, he folded. When D, uh, my cousin Alessio harico hit him with that head kick, he just kind of melted. Yeah, like that's just what happened. You know, Curtis hit with a fucking clean shot. What, what did he do? Catch a kick or?
1: Uh, I was kind he, of. It was,
0: it was. It Yeah. It was like I think he like brushed off a shot with the shoulder, and then. Buckley was just coming forward so much, and he just hit him with that the straight that just fucking set him back. He walked right into it, pretty yeah. much. You walk right into a straight left, especially from somebody who's who can box like Chris Curtis. You're going to go down, and he he went down, and he was you know on the ground for a little bit. But uh, I think one of those wild rights put him out. Um, good athlete, and he you know he hits hard, but that's like really all.
1: I'd like to see what they do with Chris Curtis next because Chris Curtis is ranked right now. He said he's at 15. I'm sure he'll be moving up. When the time comes, but I don't know what exactly you could do there for him.
0: Also, I'm pretty sure Buckley said he's moving down the one seventy anyway, so I think well, that was That's probably a good easy. move, but I don't think yeah, that's exactly
1: yeah. the problem. <laughs>
0: you know? <laughs> no. I don't uh, think I just so. think it's more uh, of a skill thing. But he is he is yakked out of his mind. He, he throws for sure. uh, hard,
1: dude. He throws hard, so he can definitely knock people out. There's no doubt about that. It's just more of... If I
0: saw him on at a bar and he was uh Giving, yelling at somebody, I would probably go step the other away. Way. Yeah, I'd step away. Yeah, <laughs> let, let someone else take care
1: of that. Uh, <laughs> but Billy Q, man, Woo, Tampa Zone, Tampa Zone, Billy Q, uh, just took a beating in that first round. Alexander Hernandez uh, busted his nut uh, early on in that in that first round. He went for it. He was going for takedown after takedown after takedown after takedown. Uh, he was throwing. You know, his, his hands looked good for the most part. But, you know, again, Alexander Hernandez doesn't have what it takes to close it out or finish, you know, finish the job. And he, you know, unless you're fighting Mike Breeden or Chris Gretzmacher, uh, he just kind of melts. even Chris he, he melts. Yeah, it's just, Billy Q's awesome. Let me just say that. Billy Q is like, a, he's like a DS, the way he fights. Yeah. Like, he just takes a beating and then he decides, all right, now it's time to uh, start coming back. And he's hard yeah, to take like down, some... his ground game's nasty, and his you know his hands are just long and looping. So it's just like, he's tough, man. He's just tough.
0: He forgets sometimes how, how, how good he is. Yeah. You know? We've seen it before. Uh, I remember I had money on him when he fought Shane Burgos. I thought, I thought he, you know, he just didn't do enough. And yeah. And the Gavin Tucker fight just didn't do enough. But he is king of comebacks, it seems like, you know. Um, he does get hit a lot, and, you know, he has some – holes defensively but man he is he just doesn't he doesn't quit and I think this with Alex Hernandez people are waiting I think I I said first round or bust if he's not getting out there in the first round uh you know he's gonna get finished in the second like he did against Dover like he did against Moicano uh, like he did against Cowboy it's always the second round with him yeah so you know he doesn't have he just doesn't have a guess he doesn't have a guess like you said he's not beating the the low Low guys at 155, and he moved down. It's always, always, always a red flag when somebody's like, you know what, the problem is, I'm in the wrong weight class. No, the problem is, you don't like getting hit, and yeah. when you get hit, you quit. That's the problem. Yeah, and that's what happened here. I mean, Billy Q turned the fuck up. That elbow is nasty in the first round. Like Hernandez has some skills, but uh, he doesn't really have much heart. I hate to say it, but. Uh, he I is just, pretty tough. Like he, he's not very smart. I'll say that. I think he has a little heart. I just think he's not. He's you know when he's hurt, he he just he tries melts. to. He, he, yeah, he melts. He just he doesn't really have any kind of recover mode. No. One
1: hundred percent, man. Billy,
0: Billy Q is a, a killer. And Hunter.
1: and I would say like uh, I don't like when guys drop to forty five or drop a weight class and then they try to amp up their pace. Which makes no sense to me because, like, you can't fight like that. You couldn't fight like that at 55. What makes you think with 10 less pounds and depleting yourself that you're going to be able to fight like that at a lower weight class? It just, you know, he was manhandling him in the first round. But, yeah, like, you're busting your nut, man. Like, that's – you can't get that back once you – you know, it's over. You know, so once Billy Q realized that this guy really had no gas left, he just turned it on and started beating the shit out of him for the last three minutes of the fight. And that was it. Like, they're standing TKO, the ref had to step in. Because, I mean, Hernandez wasn't going to necessarily go down, but he wasn't throwing anything back. So, yeah. Had, and after
0: he stepped in, he he sat down on the in the octagon and had to think about the beating he just took. Because his face, you know, as bad as Billy Q's face was looking in the first, his face in the second was bad. busted up. It was bad. So.
1: It was bad, man. You know. Uh, he took advantage yeah, of to him. See. And, uh, yeah, it's it is it's tough to see. It's sad to see. But good win for Billy Q, man. And i I I'm, Big fan of Billy Q. Him and, like, Bill Algio, they kind of fight the same way. Bill Algio is a little less... Uh,
0: Two savages.
1: Yeah, like, a little less organized than Billy Q. Billy Q, I, I'd say, is a little bit more kind of uh, contained in his... He knows what he needs to do and takes care of business for the most part. But even a guy like uh, Senor Perfecto, he, uh, he likes to <laughs> fucking just get hit a little Great bit too game. much and then, you know... The wrestling, they're tough to take down. They're long and lanky guys. They just, you know, they, they, people think you're going to be able to just dominate them. But even if you take them down, holding them down is tough. So, uh, how about this? Good win for TJ Brown. TJ Brown used to train with uh, James Kraus, right?
0: Yeah, downtown TJ Brown. He said uh, it's 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 a very awkward feeling training over there, which I bet. So I think we're going to start fading those guys at, at that gym.
1: Soon. Well, now they're all over the place. You know now they, they, yeah. they can't really even train there. Uh, no one can even say they're from Glory uh, MMA. It's just kind Brilliant. of weird because now he's saying he's from West Side, West Side Fight Team. You know, and that's there you, you know who knows where that is, Little Rock, Arkansas. So he's kind of back like I think Bryce he's Mitchell. from there. So he's you know there with Francis Hit Girl Hernandez, who's three and four. So good fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah we all know her. But uh, Eric Silva, that guy. Uh, listen, anytime you're making your UFC debut and you are 35, I believe is how old he is. Yeah, instant fade. All right, yeah. I, I wish I would have been on the podcast to tell you guys that instant fade. <laughs> and he got the inside the distance barely, but uh, yeah, uh, it's just uh, not really much to say other than that. It's just kind of Eric Silva doesn't didn't really prevent. You know, a guy like TJ <laughs> Brown who's fought a more than one uh, UFC fight. Uh, I'll take him any day of the week against a guy like that.
0: Yeah, man, he got he got reversed. Anytime he did something good, T.J. Brown reversed him. Yeah, uh, you know his, his hair looked great, but he was not. He didn't have a good game plan. He didn't fight smart, and he was ready to go by the third round. So, I'm sure, we won't see too much more of him.
1: Yeah, hope not. Uh, Cameron Simon, the uh, DDP's boy, against Stephen Koslow, who people thought had a swastika on his foot, but apparently it was a video was game great. thing. So that's you know. Oh my. God. Clear. Also, glad we cleared that up, but.
0: Longest nickname in the UFC's history.
1: What, Coslo?
0: Yeah, it's Obi Wan be the Pillow. The Pillow.
1: I don't think you should be allowed to fight in the UFC if you have a stupid nickname <laughs> like that. Seriously, um, I think that's the dumbest yeah. fucking name I've ever heard in my life. But
0: I think <laughs> what's MSP? I don't mean? even know what it means. Um, I don't know, but it sounds cool, right? It does. Any kind of three letter abbreviation. Fuck yeah, technical. man. M- MSP is like a, a secret South African mercenary Mike service C-P-A. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a was a weird fight. So, yeah. I came in this and I saw a big line. I'm like, you know what? They're both 6-0. Oh. They're both young. Kozlo, uh, I can't find video of him fighting. And Simon was in the Contender Series, and there were some people who said he didn't look good on the Contender uh, on the regional scene with his grappling. And I see Kozlo was all first-round su- first submissions, and he's a 10th planet jiu-jitsu guy. So I'm like, oh, honestly, you know I'm going to go for him. And I thought he was doing okay. It just was obvious that Cameron Simons got the hand advantage. He's better on his feet. Yeah. Uh he's Steven not really comfortable striking. Uh and then when he was tired and got hurt, he 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 was like standing there with his head down and his his arms just like flailing around. Like that's, you know, that's basically like turning your back. You might as well just not be fighting. if You're going to put your head down and look at the ground while you're getting beat up. Uh, so, yeah, I kind of liked how Simon fought. He, he reversed him a couple times. He and he did a little bit of grappling himself. himself. Koslo had his back multiple times, and he had a couple submissions, but he just couldn't get it. Uh, so, you know, Simon was a big favorite. I don't know if he really earned it, especially with that illegal knee. That was very, very obvious. Yeah, play. that was pretty obvious. Uh, and he lost the first round. So, like, you know, there if was a If that had gone to the cards,
1: he would have been in trouble, right? Possibly?
0: Uh, I Let's see. Yeah, he would have... Yeah, I mean, two judges gave the first to to um, Koslo, and it was 10 nine nine in the second. So he probably would have won the third, and I draw. Yes, yeah, it would have been a weird. It would have been a weird one. Would
1: have been a nasty um, draw to have on your record, just because you would you would fucking beat the shit out of the
0: guy. But yeah, if you're fighting Obi Wan Kenobi the pillow, you gotta you know you gotta put the pillow out. Where the fuck is the pillow in that?
1: <laughs> Seriously, like how the fuck? What? Are, where is that coming from? The pillow. <laughs> I hope we never see this guy again in the UFC.
0: I bet on him after like watching one interview he had with somebody, and I was like, oh, he, he loves Khabib, and he has all these jiu-jitsu credentials. I'm like, he'll go out there and get a sub. And he didn't, and his, his nickname is stupid. Oh, he's from so Jacksonville. So he's not very smart. So I think oh Cameron God. Simon <laughs> should be on our radar. I think he should be on our radar. He's, he's only good. 21. Yeah, he's good. I like that. Yeah, And he's South African. South Africans are... Tough motherfuckers, man. Also, they have cool accents. He threw some and I would love to in that
1: fight, man. Uh, Cameron Simon was supposed to fight Ronnie Lawrence on this card. That was the original. Yeah, fight. God, that would have been
0: sick. Because uh, yeah, him fight. In a
1: body bag. But, uh, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just messing around. But uh, Bo Nickel was also supposed to fight uh, on this card. That got canceled due to a Bo Nickel injury. So that it's, was... Uh,
0: who was he supposed to fight? Uh, Jamie Pickett. Yeah, our it. So uh, we gave
1: out quite a, a lot of money on this one. Yeah. I mean, finally. this is a ridiculous amount of money that was given out. Uh Nibbio gets fifty thousand for performance at the night fight and then it was Darren Till and Driscus C. They each got fifty K, so Darren Till could use that fifty K in retirement. Uh Ilya Taporia <laughs> gets 50000 Uh Rosas Jr. gets fifty thousand. Jarzinho gets fifty thousand. Edmund Shabazian oh. gets fifty thousand. Chris Curtis gets $50,000. Car- Billy Quarantillo gets 50000 TJ Brown gets 50000 And Cameron Simon gets 50000 So, I mean, who didn't get did money it? in this card? I mean, there was a lot I of guess. finishes on this one. Uh, Patty's the only there. one, and so did the main event, didn't get any money. So that's basically <laughs> the losers and Patty and uh, <laughs> them didn't get any money. Yeah. Uh, any complaints on the refs or anything? I mean, Obviously, we're going to talk about a little bit about the judging here for a little uh, bit. But.
0: Herb Dean, in the third round of the Patty fight, was just letting them sit against the cage for way too long. Yeah,
1: I thought so, too.
0: Um, and Jana White said, whoever the referee... Dana stated didn't say his name. He said the referee should have should have broken up, and I went back and watched it. It was, of course, Herb Dean. Uh, and yeah, Mark Herzog Goddard
1: let Buckley get his head bounced off a couple more times than he probably should have, <laughs> but it happened.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I like Herzog, but uh, he might have had a Chris Curtis... Uh, put the man to sleep at because um, yeah. yeah, unconscious. <laughs> oh, Chris Tanioni is terrible. I'll yeah, say that because well, that, that that illegal knee happened, and Stephen Coslow was sitting there after getting knee in the face, and Chris Yoni said he might have got hit. In, he, it might have been to the chest, and Stephen Coslow said he hit me in the fucking eye, <laughs> and it was so fucking. It was so funny. I was done. Like Chris Tanioni, what are you watching? You're right there.
1: It's always uh, dangerous when Mark Smith is in there, in there for multiple murders <laughs> in one night. So that, that, thank God, there was a couple submissions. But he, I mean, he he could have let Daukus die in there. That, that's that's. Yeah, what I, I mean, I about. Think He's it's like dip. fight back, and Dawkins is just having a seizure. You're like, all right, dude, he's come like, on, like, call it.
0: <laughs> um,
1: but quickly before Mark we get Smith out of like here, Mark like seeing people die. Yeah, that's I mean, I, that's sure. they had yeah. quite the all star referee crew in there. I mean, I wonder what uh, Big Dan's doing.
0: Oh man! If he did the main event, I think we would have saw something happen for some reason. I don't know.
1: Raphael Stotts and Danny Sabatello was on Friday night. That's probably uh, the biggest fight that's happened in Bellator in quite some time. Uh, just not like uh, s- s- skill or whatever, but just kind of like hype wise. I'd say like it-, it was people were very excited about this. The interim bantamweight championship. It was a split decision. Uh, a lot of people said it was 48-47, Hoffion stats. Douglas Crosby did not agree. Douglas <laughs> Crosby had it 50-45 <laughs> to 45 for Danny Sabatello. Um, and that is, the as you mentioned history earlier, this is the first time in history that any judge has given a 50-45 for the losing uh, fighter. <laughs> so congratulations to Douglas Crosby. Uh, the right guy did win, so it's not the end of the world. But this is a fucking this is insane.
0: Yeah, I saw a couple people say it was forty eight, forty seven, Savatello. So clearly, it was like a it was two a close two fight. It, it was clearly a fight that you know they both won two rounds. Um, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know how you could get away with that. I don't know how. What's funny is he did that Friday and then comes back Saturday and has a, has another nice uh, thinker of a card. It's like, surely something has to be done about this. So apparently uh, a, a, a couple years ago, or a, maybe a long time ago, he was on Shael Sonnen's podcast, and he said a bunch of weird things. I, I don't know. Uh, Aaron Bronsetter tweeted out, and I didn't really listen to it much, but yeah, he probably shouldn't be reffing He sounds like anymore.
1: a fucking weirdo, if we're being honest. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Like it, it just seems like he like uh, the shit Ariel was saying was making a lot of sense about him like judging fights a certain way to like uh, gain favor with the promotions. Like, all uh, right, you know, giving certain <laughs> like. Well, I mean, uh, he thinks that they Sabatello like th- that's the thing though. Like, because which made sense to me because it's like how on God's gr- on God's green earth can you give Sabatello all five rounds? Yeah. like unless you're being paid, like how <laughs> how else can you do that? Cause Maybe he took a nap. He might have, but someone should wake him up. I mean, he's very, he's very much taking a nap right there on the side. Uh, so, I don't, I don't really want to take too much time here because it's just it's Bellator. So you know, I, I really don't want to. Uh, I really, honestly, truthfully, don't care anymore uh, that much. I think Raphael Stotz is awesome. So uh, I, it's just a guy who I wish. Also,
0: him singing "Na na na, hey hey hey, goodbye" to Danny Stavattella as he walked stormed out of the cage right when the decision was announced. Like a little crybaby. Yeah. I mean, Danny Sabatello is, uh,
1: you know, he, he's uh, uh, annoying. He's very annoying. Uh, so I, I, it's just not a guy I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to watch. And he's also boring. So that's another thing.
0: That, yeah, for all the shit he talks. Also, I think he's like one more, you know, interview or interaction with stops away from calling him a, a slur, if you will. feel like he, uh, he says a lot of he's, – he's, he talks some uh, – He's a wild guy. He's the Italian gangster.
1: Some, what do you what do you want from him? I mean,
0: yeah, his hair's stupid. He's stupid. You know, he fights. It's just he says everybody else fights boring, but he fights. He boring. He literally does the, fight boring. The, the most boring. You know, like
1: he reminds me of just a, a smaller uh, Colby Covington. He just has that Colby yep. Covington uh, like a skip.
0: knockoff, like a Bellator knockoff. Yeah, where it's yeah. like
1: I know I'm boring, so I'm going to try and make up for it by talking a lot. You know, but even. I'll give Colby credit. His fights have been way more exciting than any of Danny Sabatello's fights have been. Yeah.
0: I mean he was arguably beating Kamar Usman. Yeah. Who the fuck is Dan you know, Danny Sabatello can hold this 50, 50 to forty five scorecard. And he was working over Mos
1: both on the feet and uh in the girl. Like it's just he and he yeah. fights much better guys, I guess. But so, i mean Sabatello also you fight Bellator, so it's Yeah. You know, but Stott's is good though. I don't to make no mistake about it. But uh maybe they run that back at some point. Uh, I, I know that's like a tournament thing. I guess uh, he's going to fight Patchy Mix Patchy now. Patchy Mix, man. Whoo! Mega Med, Shout out to Mega Med, Mega uh But Patchy yeah, Mix is good. Game. He's re- like that's a great Stotts and Patchy Mix is a great fight.
0: Yeah. Also, Patchy Mix is smashing Tatiana Suarez. So well, I mean, this winning guy's all. winning in life, dude. So yeah, no uh, love. I mean, after. After after what he did to James Gallagher, I was like, you know what? I'm a oh, huge yeah. fan Obviously of Obviously, you're a fan of that it. guy after that <laughs> scumbag.
1: But uh, before, let's not skip over the fact that the GOAT was able Uh-oh. to retain her flyweight title this weekend, Liz Carmouche yep.
0: After which, the worst which, stoppage ever.
1: Yeah, you know, after the worst stoppage ever, arm bars Juliana Velasquez, who I was a huge fan of uh, after she cooked well. uh, Alimaleh McFarlane. But... She's uh, shown that that was a kind of a mirage, and that's a good win for Liz Carmouche, who has have found some success after going over to uh, old Bellator. So good for her. Uh, she also Julian a four Velasquez in row Bell- is big. five in a row Bellator.
0: Yeah, she uh, also the last the last one was uh, probably the worst stoppage ever. But hey, absolutely. Juliana Velasquez's uh, biggest win was Denise Cuello, who on this card lost to Ilara Joan, your girl. Arya Stark is her nickname. Okay, um, that's, great. that's great.
1: fucking awful. But, uh, I mean, come on. What the fuck are we doing it, here?
0: But is it worse than Liz Carmouche's nickname, which is Girl Rilla? I don't know. <sighs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh,
1: all right. Um, so also on this
0: card, your boy, Patrick Downey, the Bellator, Bo Nickel, got absolutely sent to the Shadow Realm. So there goes that hype train. Gone. Kai Kamaka, back, on the, back in the winning column also. Patrick Downey. Pat Downey, yeah, he was. A, I forget where he, went to re- he wrestled. He was like a got sent to the
1: shadow realm, dude. That's Iowa was like State. A, yeah, he went to Iowa State. <laughs> he did. He, he beat uh, Gordon Ryan in a wrestling match. That's you know, great congratulations.
0: Yeah, uh, your boy Jared Scoggins also took an L. The CFFC for spell
1: getting the win against Jared Scoggins as well. So uh, yeah, that's. I'm not talking about this anymore. So
0: that's, the Mean Green Fighting Machine. Come yeah. on, you don't like that nickname? No, I don't. Bellator is littered with these terrible nicknames.
1: Yeah, you know, it's not... Listen, it ain't Obi-Wan Shinobi the pillow, though, okay? <laughs> that shit is horrific. Hara- oh, well, well, you were wondering where Dan Mergliata was. He was in here for Magomed, uh, Magomedov and Patchy Mix.
0: I bet he was. As
1: well as Kielholtz and, <laughs> and Gian-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And he Kevin McDonald was there? Was there?
1: Old, All right. Yeah. Okay. Blake Rice. Blake I actually Grace. like Blake Rice. Yeah, uh... We'll have to do – we're going to have a couple podcasts here towards the end of the year where we can uh, discuss a lot of things. We're going to have our awards uh, probably the week of Christmas just so that people have something to listen to while they're uh, you know hating their families or whatever you guys do out there. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we will have a podcast for that. I am going to do a Eagles slash sports podcast Sometime this week, uh, I like I've said, having time to do this is a little bit more difficult. But I'm off Thursday.
0: If you want, there you uh, go. Hit so Tuesday and Thursday, we, we have a lot. We we can talk.
1: Tuesdays and Thursdays are my big day to do them now because I have the afternoons off. So you'll see a lot okay. more uh, activity from me on those days. Other than that, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's just tough to do it at like six o'clock and get mm-hmm. like then I just. Can't get it yeah. out. It's just weird. Like, I don't want to release a podcast at seven o'clock at night. And it's just like, ew. then, then, you know what I hate when I do one and I'm like, oh, I'll just release it tomorrow. And then something happens and makes 20 minutes of what I fucking talked about just <laughs> completely irrelevant. So that's <laughs> annoying. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So we're back. Uh, we will be back on Thursday, hopefully. And we will have a breakdown of this week coming up. And we will have our final. Uh, card of the year where we give our bets out and we will have our final numbers for uh, our units and whatnot we are both plus units right now in the year so hopefully we end the year on a positive
0: can't forget the main the big event oh boy the bellator rising new year's eve super card oh god in, it, it's at where is it at the Saitama Super Arena. You, are, you know that place very well.
1: Yeah, that's where uh, Tenshin Nakusawa got knocked the fuck out.
0: <laughs> his soul was left in yeah, that. His soul by left Floyd his Mayweather. body by
1: Floyd Mayweather. Um, it looked like Mike Tyson that night.
0: I'm not sure who uh, who Ryzen's got. They got the big big hitters coming to the table, but Bellator is bringing Pitbull, AJ McKee, Juan Archuleta, Horiguchi. You know they're not trying to lose this uh, this. Uh, this card. I also think it's a five-man card, so that's cool.
1: What, a five-fight card? <laughs>
0: that's what it looks like.
1: Uh, that's kind of cool, though. I mean, at least it won't be bu- like bu- a lot of bullshit on there, you know? Like, yeah, you know, at least
0: you won't bring, you know, uh, Jared Scoggins to fight the the Ryzen version of Jared Scoggins or whatever, whatever they got going on yeah, over
1: there. Uh, it looks like they have a couple of good uh, fights on here. Uh, Roberto De Sosa versus uh, AJ McKay looks like a intriguing yeah. matchup just because – that guy is – I mean, all of his fights are basically finishes by submission. And uh, AJ McKee is obviously a nice submission guy. I like Horiguchi. Been, always been a big fan. And uh, they have some Russian gentleman named Rob Dinoff on here. So,
0: yeah. Rob him.
1: Uh, so that will be New Year's Eve uh, at 8 o'clock. Uh, if I'm literally doing nothing, then I'll watch that. But the, <laughs> the college football playoff will be on, so I'll probably uh, not watch that. So anything hey. else before we get out of here?
0: Um. Let me think. Did I have anything written down? I feel like I missed a lot, and I was like, you know what? I missed too much. Yeah. Um, oh, Stephen Coslow. This, this, this is why I bet oh, on boy. him. His parents are his parents are bounty hunters. Oh, Jesus. Well, well, one of them was. Well, his dad recently passed away. RIP. But not dogs. He said he was, No, no, they're pretty cool. good though. He said he was going to be one, but he went to fight instead. So.
1: Well, maybe he can go back to doing that.
0: <laughs> also, we didn't get our boy Daniel de da Silva. He was—I I had a huge, yeah,
1: battle. yeah. He uh, that that fight got canceled. Can't make weight well. as always. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, when you're making 125, it's really a dangerous situation to uh, be <laughs> cutting it that close. But how about yeah. it, man? Well good to be back. It's good to be back. So we will be back no more uh, Thursday. No more ducking. No more turd ducking. I hope everyone enjoyed the du- Thanksgiving
0: holidays. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a it's a time. Also, dude, our boy Poods is back this Saturday.
1: I was gonna say that's what it was. There we go. Our boy Poods, the big Poods, is back this weekend. That's what I was fucking thank you.
0: Thank you. The super the super heavyweight is fighting another like middleweight.
1: That's what I'm fucking talking about, dude. He's gonna knock him the fuck that. out.
0: Yeah, he's gonna kill us. He's gonna like pick him up and slam him. It's gonna be sad.
1: Uh so, yeah, when is it? It's just it's this weekend? It's
0: Saturday, baby. I think it's uh yeah, it's gonna be a Saturday afternoon. Um so tune the fuck in, dude.
1: Marizu's Bootsy versus oh wow yeah okay so why are they fighting this at 260 this guy's a middleweight oh so they just want him to kill him. yeah me.
0: and he's also like 40 so oh my uh, god
1: have you seen the Pudzis topology picture let's see <laughs> yeah we, we, are you fucking kidding that's incredible dude he's on also a five his nickname, win streak.
0: his nickname is the first half of his last name pootsy yeah pudzi <laughs> so that's cool my yeah, dude, he's honestly, ever since we started talking about him, he's just been balling. You know, I don't think he's really fighting the 2-0 the, you know, and, and the 0-0s, but hey.
1: He's also <laughs> like almost 50. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's an interesting guy. Be I included. think we should get in the UFC. I would love to have him win. on the podcast. Why, if Chris Barnett and Greg Hardy make the UFC, why can't he? I don't know. Just for one fight. Jared, one fight against, uh, against um, John Jones. Dan-
1: Daniel Cormier.
0: Super heavyweight. Super heavyweight, Daniel pounds. Cormier
1: versus the Poods. How about it, man? All right. Well, that's it. I'm glad we talked about that. We got to get out of here. This is an hour and 20 minutes of filth that you guys are all going to listen uh, to. Also, hope Carl McNally wins this weekend, too. He right. has an Irish flag next to his
0: name. He's the only guy on this card from Ireland. Poor guy. He's in a Russian territory. I'll root for him. Let's go.
1: Uh, yeah, he's fighting a uh oh, um, women on this card. Oh my too. god, he's fighting a man from Eastern Europe named Shemad Azarukov. Uh, Azurukiev. Yeah. So that he's gonna good. kill him. So yeah, he's from Warsaw, Poland, born in Russia. Of <laughs> course, they love to do that. But uh, scary. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you all enjoy your week and enjoy this episode.
0: Go birds.